Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And here we are for number 87 of our boardroom chats. 87. Can you believe it's been that many? That's 87 weeks. 87 weeks. My Lord Jesus. You a busy woman. <laughs> so are you. Hallelujah. I hope you're enjoying them because we do these things that you may be blessed for your spiritual nourishment and enrichment in God's word. And uh, we don't know what we're going to talk about until about maybe 30 seconds before we go on camera, you know, yeah, well, because we like to shoot from the hip. Well, you well, from, uh, you always say from the hip, but I know you mean out of your spirit. Well, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> just a little higher. Anyway. Just a little higher. <laughs> Shoot from the hip, praise <laughs> the Lord. I want to go to Luke chapter 4. I want to talk about beginnings. And um, what I like about it, in, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning, God. God. So that's the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Right. When Jesus came to the earth, he had a beginning. He was put into the womb of Mary and started out as a baby. Right. He was destined to preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. But what would he preach? What would be the first thing he would say? Hmm. In Luke chapter 4 is the first message Jesus ever preached to a congregation. In other words, that he ministered in the church. They call it the synagogue. And I want to go to verse 16. And I can even quote it. He went to Nazareth where he was brought up. And as his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Now notice that, as his custom was. Mm. Is it your custom to go to church? The Bible says uh, to do what Jesus says and, 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 and do what he tells you to do. I only say what my father says. I only do what my father says to do. So we should be imitating God. So we should be churchgoers. Right. Because it was his custom. It should be our custom. <clears throat> Let me say it again. He went to Nazareth where he was brought up, as his custom was. He went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. That was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. Now he opens up the book, finds the place where it's written. I want to get to verse 18. This is the first message that Jesus preaches to a congregation. Now what would be the first thing on God's mind? I always thought it would be getting somebody saved or getting somebody healed, which is very important. But it doesn't say that. He said, the spirit of the Lord God's upon me, for he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Mm -hmm. Now, he had the poor on his mind. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he didn't want them poor. Yet he says, the poor you'll have with you always. Why? You'd be surprised how many people enjoy poor. They're lazy. They won't work. They won't do whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's sad to say that, but it's true. He said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. So it's on the Father now and on and the Holy Spirit. For he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. The word gospel means what? Good, Good news. news. So you could, you could translate that like a, ain't going to be poor no more if you understand this gospel. Now, to me, it's amazing to me that the first thing Jesus says to a congregation is, I don't want you poor. So evidently he didn't believe in poverty. Right. He believed in prosperity. He wanted people out of poverty. He said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me, for he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's the first thing on his mind. Mm -hmm. To heal the brokenhearted. That's the second thing on his mind. To preach deliverance to the captive. That's the third thing on his mind. He preached deliverance to the captive. Recovery of sight to the blind. That's the fourth thing. So that's dealing with healing. Think about it, the recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised, people that are hurt. That's the fifth thing. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. That's the sixth thing. So notice what was very first on his mind. Mm -hmm. To get people out of poverty. That's not just financially. That's spiritually, physically, and financially. Now watch this. I like when he says this. And there was delivered him the book of the prophet Isaiah. He opened up the book. So for you to understand the book, you got to open it up. Uh -huh. You see what I'm saying? That's why you read your Bible every day in your devotion. Uh -huh. I see you all the time doing it. You open up the book. And he says, the spirit of the Lord God's upon me, for you have anointed me to preach the gospel of the poor, heal the brokenhearted, preach the liberty to the captive, recover the sight of the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book. So there's an open book in this scripture, and there's a closed book in this scripture. Hmm. Which means when he closed the book, and he gave it to a minister and sat down. Mm -hmm. Which meant this. Don't preach your opinions. Preach this. Mm -hmm. Because it's now a closed book. He opened it and he closed it right in front of everyone. Mm -hmm. now, if you keep on going, he said, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Of course, that make them, oh, Lord, wait a minute. Who do you think you are, the Messiah? Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you are, God? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, that's pretty simple, isn't it? See, an open book, a closed book. See, my life is an open book. My life is a closed book. Mm -hmm. Is your life an open book? That's right. That's why I tell everybody what Kathy does <laughs> all the time. No secrets. But she's trying to close it a lot of times. <laughs> you know, an open book and a closed book. When it comes to the scripture, either the word of God is true or it's not. It is true. And I made up my mind that it is true. So when you understand that the spirit of the God, God is upon him to, to anoint him to preach the gospel to the poor, what do you tell a poor person or someone struggling spiritually, physically, financially, Kathy? Well, this message that Jesus preached, I believe he preached it everywhere he went. Sure he did. And, but that was the recording of when it was the first time I actually opened the book. He found where it was written about him. Right. And, he's, and so he re read that, but he was the fulfillment of that oh, verse Oh, you better scripture. know it. So it's important for us to look through the Word of God and find out what the Word of God says about us. Right. And declare it and proclaim it. I just love that verse of passage of Scripture, especially when it says that the... Uh, in verse 19, what he did in the Amplified, it says to proclaim, you remember it says to proclaim the year Preach of the Lord? Preach the year of the Lord, right. Preach the acceptable year of the Lord. In the Amplified, it says to proclaim the accepted and acceptable year of the Lord. And in brackets in the Amplified, it says the day when salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound. He was he came preaching a message of abundance. Remember he said so you in don't John have to 10, pay for the favors. No, it's, it's available to him. So <laughs> no somebody has to declare it. Well, he declared it. Right. It was already written down, but he declared it, and, and because he declared it, we can have it. See, now, you heard what Kathy just said. She just read that out of the Amplified, which means it's already been done. See, what you need to do, and I don't care if you've been a Christian 50 years, is open the book and close the book. In other words, God, what, what, when you open it, everything God says comes flying out. When you close the book, nothing that the devil says can come in. You see, you see what I'm saying? It's a closed book. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I, I, I hate to say this, but I really believe this, that a lot of people have really, really never really heard the true word of God. They've heard opinions about the true word of God. Well, this is what I think. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and well, it's nice that you can think, but what did Jesus say? Mm -hmm. He said, by his stripes you were healed. Well, I am sick. There are a lot of things happening in life that we don't understand. See, you got to understand something about an individual. They may be believing God for healing in every area and they're dying. But they believe in God for healing. Mm -hmm. But see, you don't know what's going on inside. Right. I really believe, and I've seen this happen so many times, that I know, I've seen it happen. I mean, people believe in God. All of a sudden, you see, a, right before they go home to be with the Lord, you see a calmness come upon them. I've seen it happen so many times. As a preacher, we, we experience those things. Mm -hmm. You know, because we're at hospitals. We're at different places. And I know it's the Lord saying, listen, I will heal you and send you back to your work. But once you ever get a glimpse of Jesus, he said, oh, you can come here. They're not staying there. They're going to reach out and go to the Lord. Now, here's the thing that's amazing about that. And I've said this so many times. People don't really understand about the time factors. Mm -hmm. We are a 24-7, seven-day-a-week people. Right. That's how we think. God is beyond time. But he gave us a little hint in the scripture to kind of help us out to make, it, make us understand what it means to be timeless. So he said it like this, a thousand years is one day with the Lord. Mm -hmm. So if you want to equate that, a thousand years is one day with the Lord. Well, so the millennial kingdom reign will be one day, if you look at it like that. Right. So now watch this. So maybe you had someone just pass away, or someone that passed away 30 years ago. Now watch this. How long have they been in heaven? Now we're on that, that phase of living which is called eternity. So you got to understand the reason why they're not, uh, I've had a lady tell me one time, my husband, I'm so mad at him because he just left. He should have stayed. Well, you know what he knew, what you don't know, sweetheart, and what your husband knew was, well, you're just going to be here in a few seconds. Because my mother went home to be with the Lord in 1982 on Easter Sunday. How many years is that? Figure that's 30 something, 40 something years. Make a long story short, she's only been in heaven maybe, maybe 25 minutes. You see, if you understand that a thousand years is one day with the Lord. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, um, so some people say, well, my, what will happen is you, you're going to be there. So you live 80 years, 90 years, 100 years. How, how, what's the time factor on that in heaven? Probably about an hour. <laughs> you see what I'm trying to say? So that's why people leave. Once they see Jesus, they understand. Listen, it's time for me. I have an assignment for eternity. So that's what he was saying to people. He, he, opened that, he opened that book and said, I want to show you something here. The spirit of the God's upon me, upon me. 
upon me, up, up on me. Mm -hmm. And he gave me a message to everyone that's poor of spirit, poor of wallet, poor of health, poor of whatever, you know. Yeah. I don't mean to preach this, no, but I'm just ahead. saying, what I'm saying is, is that he has anointed me to give you some good news that that situation is not going to last forever. Then he has sent me to heal. And I, I, I mean, look at healing. It's the fourth part of it in verse 18. First, he said, preach the gospel. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Now, how can a Christian be brokenhearted when we have the joy of the Lord? Right. Well, it happened. a lot of Christians hurt a lot of Christians. Now, you're not going to understand that the heathen trying to hurt you because they don't understand this. The natural man receiveth not the things of God. They foolishness unto it. And neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. You got to understand something about mankind. Everybody's gambling. And gambling in the natural. And what I mean by that, they all say, well, we have to, we don't have enough information. What well, you mean that's the definition of science. <laughs> don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. See, and I believe in science, so misunderstand. But we don't, we can't tell you right away. That we're gonna have to, you know, really stretch this thing out and all this kind of crazy stuff. When Jesus immediately will tell you, hey, I am here to give you some good news about your poverty. That's right. I'm here to give you some good news about your broken heart that I can mend broken hearts. Mm -hmm. To heal the broken hearted. Now, I like this, to preach deliverance to the captives. How many Christian people you know in church that they are in captivity? It's mm -hmm. true. It's captivity sad. to jealousy, captivity to envy, mm -hmm. captivity to poverty, captivity to sickness. All kinds of different things. But we did our best. That's not good enough. He never asked you to do your best. You got to take yourself out the equation. You got to do God's best. Mm -hmm. You see, I said this to a preacher not long ago. I said, if you can get up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror and you, you can recognize yourself, then you're not crucified with Christ. Mm -hmm. He said, what do you mean? I mean? Christ in you, the hope of glory. People just see, just see the love of the Lord in you to such a degree. Because this is the first message Jesus gets up and he does it in the church. Notice right. he does it in the church. Yeah. He doesn't do it in the house. Mm -hmm. See? The He's building that church the right temple. there. Right. Yes, sir. Synagogue. Bam. Here we go. And when you understand that, but yet in that church was brokenhearted. Right. Poverty. Captivity. Blind physically people, sick. Bound up. People. Bound up with chains and bondages. And he said, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Read that again, that, that verse. In the Amplified? Yeah, that, which, which, uh, you can do another translation well, if you like. it was Amplified. That's so powerful. Yeah, I don't read know that. What, I don't know what the other Special ones Special favors. Watch Verse that. 19, to proclaim the accepted and acceptable year of the Lord, the day when salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound. See, that day began when Jesus came into the earth, and that day is still here. It's one of those... It's more than a thousand years, oh, but yeah. this, this is this season, this, oh, yeah. this segment of time, Amen. this dispensation, what some may call it, where those free favors are available to us. This is the period of grace in the earth that God's extending to get this message out that you don't have to be poor, you don't have to be sick, you don't no. have to be blind, you don't have to be in bondage because Jesus came and he was anointed by the Holy Ghost. Right. With a message. And that was their day of visit visitation. You know, we can't miss. We're still in that day Amen. of visitation. And we have to own it. We have to don't let it pass us by. Grab hold of that. Day. Jesus is still visiting us mm -hmm. with this message. And one of the ways he's doing is through this chat today to you. Hallelujah. Because he is speaking to you right now to realize that you don't have to put up with the, the lies of the devil and the bondage that he tries to put upon you. Fear has been grabbing too many people, Ooh, Jesse, I'm all over the world. The latest little news clip, they grab onto it and they're looking for more. And it's just feeding that frenzy of fear that's locked, that's loosed in the earth today. I believe that God wants us to bring a message of hope and peace and don't be bound up by fear. Jesus well, came to give us liberty. I find a lot of people that don't pray in faith, they pray in hope. Hope's good, it's a blueprint, but faith will build a house. That's I right. want to ask you a question. Go ahead. When you were born? I w you again. don't know my birthday? <laughs> again. My birthday, my new birth was in May of 1973. So that's when your day started. That's right, and it's still continuing. Oh, you got that revelation right there. Yeah. See, my day started on, my life started on Labor Day weekend, 1974. Yet I was born on July the 9th, 1949. I'm 72 years old, if you want to know how old I am. But not according to my spirit. No, you were spiritually dead, but the light came on the moment you point. said, Jesus come into my life. Then the fresh favors of the Lord begin to come to me. For the first time in my life, I realized that I had poverty of spirit, but no longer did I have it. Right. 
I was brokenhearted in the world. No longer was I brokenhearted. Right. I was no longer in captivity, the booze, cussing, enough sin to choke, to choke the devil, you name it. The, uh, I had accepted the year of the Lord for me. Yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That's why I'm full of joy. That doesn't mean sadness don't come. It does come. Yeah. And sometimes we don't know why. But that doesn't mean you're not going to know why all your life. Uh -huh. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God and he will give it liberty. Sometimes we don't understand things. Mm. But, that, that's, but that's going to pass. Because, see, God's word is going to make more than an understanding come See, so if you don't understand, just stand till you, while you're under. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Until you come up on top to find out what's going on right. here. That's good. So when the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. Now, we must be reflections of Christ. Be ye therefore imitators of God. Right. So the Spirit of the Lord has got to come upon us mm -hmm. because it's in us. So it has to come out and on so people can see that. Right. Why? Because we're an open book and we're a closed book. And in between is all God's greatness, mercy, you name it, everything mm. that you could think of for the human race is sitting between the open book and the closed book, mm -hmm. which has already been written for each and every one of us that right. are hearing today. Amen. You know, I've had some people asking me questions and a lot of different things. Well, you know, why did that happen? Well, I'm not God. I don't know all the why. But I tell you what, I will know. I will find out. I'll give you a prime example. I had one of my best one of my greatest board of directors went home to be with the Lord. And you, you might have known him. He was from uh, Alabama, uh, David Pisamente. I love David. David was a blessing. So a long time ago. long time ago. Now, I mean, I sure didn't want him. I needed David Pisamente uh, in our ministry. He was such a blessing. Not only was he a phenomenal board member, but he was also a great friend. Had died of a heart attack. Hmm. Okay. And I thought, now that should not be. Wait a minute. Ain't no sin in this man's life. Right. Ain't done nothing. And the Lord said, I want you to keep your ears open because they asked me to do the funeral and you're going to find out why he left. Now, all the time I talked to David, I never heard him say these things. He, never he said wouldn't it say to it you. to me because he know mm -hmm. I would stop him. Mm -hmm. You see, and to make a long story short is I, 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 we had three different, well, count me, we were three speakers at his, at his funeral, his home going. And the first two said that he said that every time he saw them, he said, you know, I'll just probably just die in my sleep. Mm -hmm. I, I want to die in my sleep. And the Lord said, he got exactly what he confessed. Not that that was bad, but words are powerful. Words are vessels. Right. They're containers. They hold something. This, here, this glass here, what does it say on this thing? What shall I do for thee? It's in the glass. I mean, you know, there's something in here. See what I'm saying? And, but he never would say that to me. I'd say, why are you, I would tell you, why are you thinking about dying? How many times people go to the hospital, they ain't dead yet, and people say, oh, I hope you don't die. Mm. Now, you see what's happening here? Little things are happening. Yeah, well, well that, that confession, that's the only way you could get married. That's the only way you could get saved. You have to believe with your heart and confess with your mouth. When you stand up before a priest or a preacher or whoever married you or a judge, do you take this woman to be your love? With? He didn't say this. You can't do this. <laughs> you can't shake your head. You got to say something. Right. See what I'm trying to say? So you be, after a while, a lot of things that we say catch up with us because mm -hmm. we keep saying, we keep planting them. We pull them out for a while, then we replant them. And uh, in fact, you stopped me cold because my family always talked about death. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And you shut me down. I think you were from Wayne. And you was starting to repeat what they said. Yeah, well, you're not your thinking, family. Thinking, well, it made sense, so you would You know, yeah, we don't, we don't live long in, in this family. You know, yeah, blah, you're blah. probably going to, talking about heart trouble, because your right. family, heart trouble followed your family, and uh, different ones died really young with heart attacks. And so you were really healthy, running and jogging, and you, you would say it, and you'd answer that when they talk about that, how that followed the family, supposedly. Right, genetically. And, yeah, right. and you say, well, I work out and, you know, I run and everything. And they say, oh, you're probably going to. Hey, you'll drop dead running. You'll drop dead <laughs> running. <laughs> it's always, it's always, and you said, don't never say that before. See, but it was just, what well, is casual language? Nothing is casual about your words. Mm -hmm. Because you are an open book and a closed book. Mm -hmm. And what makes a book a book? Look at me. Words. Right. Right. Your words, my words. See, that's what makes a book yeah. a book. I love words. it. Words. Right. You see? 
No. You know, I was just thinking of something because Jesus came with a message and he came in his message. He opened the book, found a place and he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me uh -huh. to preach the gospel to the point where you read right. all of that. But, you know, that same message that Jesus was anointed was the message that Peter took up. And I was just thinking about this in the story in the book of Acts. The Bible talks about how he was in a, he was praying and he saw that he was supposed to go to this house of right. this uh, Gentile, Cornelius. Yeah. Right. And so Cornelius has sent some people to him. It all happened. It was a super beautiful, super beautiful story in the book of Acts chapter 10. But then he, the, the Bible records something because when you said that about words, because the Bible says that uh, the, uh, the angel spoke to Cornelius and said that, that he's going to come and he's going to speak you words. He's going to hear Amen. words of thee. Amen. And so he did. He came there and he starts, they, the story is told a couple of times back and forth. But the part I want to read today is that in verse, um, let's say verse 33, and talking, this is what, what chapter now, of chapter be? 10 of the book of Acts. Uh -huh. And he says, now, therefore, we are all here present before God. So Cornelius had gathered his whole family and his friends, and they were right there waiting to hear words from Peter. Amen. And he says, now, he says, um, uh, there, he says, we're all here. He says, we're all here present before God to hear all things that are co commanded thee of God. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, of a truth, I believe that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. And the word, this is the beautiful part, and the word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. And that word, I say, Ye know, which was, a, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good. Mm -hmm. That's the healing the brokenhearted, healing all, and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Yeah. So this no. same word that Jesus was anointed was the message that the church brought everywhere they went. So Peter brought words. He did. The angel Gabriel brought words. Mm -hmm. The angels sang words to proclaim Jesus' birth. We're in the Christmas season right now. I bring you good tidings, words, words of, of great, great joy. joy. What makes a book a book? Words, right? And you know, you understand what I'm saying? You need this? Yeah, I might need that in a minute here. <laughs> Go ahead, keep preaching there for a minute. But I'm gonna blow I my nose. I love that passage of scripture because this tell this same message that that Jesus came. It's important for us to know that the the anointing of God is here, even right now at this table, at this Amen. chat. Oh yeah. And I believe it's going straight through to whatever your device well, you're watching. You know from. what just happened? The angel said. Hey, he's talking about me. I'm, I'm probably one of them angels that brought them words of good tidings. Words are containers. There it is. You know, God created the world with the words, the Amen. words, that with he the words spoke. of his mouth. He created us physically. That's right. Like me. And then he, you know, he formed us out of the dust, but he breathed into our, into our nostrils the life of God. And we became a living spirit, a living right. soul, you know, and we are created in God's image, and we do what God does. What did he do? He spoke words. words. He said words, and he said, light be. He spoke words and created things. And this is how he wants us to do. He wants us to speak life-giving, anointed words that will speak life to dead situations that we're in. Well, well, like I say, we breathe mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation to things that, that maybe have died, but God wants us to help resurrect it by the words that we speak from our heart that are based in his word. On June amen. the 6th. Gotta get an amen. Amen. Uh -huh. Amen. You're preaching good. <laughs> on June the 6th, 1970, we, me and Kathy uh, were two words. separate people. Walked into a place called Holy Rosary Catholic Church, in home, which is her, her hometown. <clears throat> Stood before a priest. 22 people on the altar. We had a lot of, uh, uh, what do you call them, bride, bridesmaids. And yeah, I had and four sisters in my God, wedding and man, four and best of, friends. I almost so changed my mind by the there. time they all got down the aisle. Man, no, I thought, Lord, <laughs> no, I didn't. My mother would have tripped you. I know she would have. <laughs> so watch this. The priest said, uh, do you take this one to be a lawful water wife? And I said, yeah. He said, well, turn to her and say. Turn to her and say. Words. Words. In other words, this marriage is an open book and this marriage is a closed book. And he said, let no man put something asunder what I have put together. Right. Do you right. see that? Mm -hmm. In other words, what happens is you tear the book. Right. No, no, you can't do that. See what I'm saying? Because half of the words leave. 
then you may never hear those words right, again. Right, and I was just thinking about the words of Mary since we're just about, to, we're coming on the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. You know, when the angel came to her and spoke words, she, what would happen to her, she said, let it be unto me. Even. Which when he spoke the words, basically it opened the book to this chapter of her life. And then she said, let it be unto me, even as thou hast said. She, her words, her seed out right. of her mouth, that word seed out of her mouth sealed it. Sealed the deal. Now watch so God's it. looking for us to speak words mm. to agree with what he's saying. Just to, just to agree with what he's saying. Now watch it. All these people, they, they like Jesus at this time. Look what they it says did. in verse 20. We he closed back. the book and he gave it again to the master sat down. Watch this. And the eyes of all of them were in the synagogue were fastened upon him. He began to say. He didn't say. He just began to say. This day is this scripture fulfilling your ears. Now watch this. Everything's going good. And all bearing witness in one of the gracious words which proceed out of his mouth. And they said, now they blew it to pieces. Is not this Joseph's son? He just told you who he was. Mm -hmm. But they didn't accept his words. Right. You see? And I mean, and, and, and then you keep on before you know it. I like what verse 32 says of Luke 4. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. In other words, your words must have power and action in them. People must see your words just begin to function right. in your life. Let me go back to, I feel a lot of the Lord to go back to this. So if you've lost someone recently, if it's been, I almost say six months, they ain't even got through the gate yet because a thousand years is one day with the Lord. And if, some, if you went home to be with the Lord, if you lost a husband or you lost a wife, let's say six months ago, and you just went straight, the first thing your husband, if it was a husband or a wife, they would turn around and say, look at this. Because in their mind, you've only been gone. That person has only been gone maybe eight seconds, six seconds. See, so, so you can understand. And it's the only way you can understand in the natural mind what eternity is. I, I remember one time I asked the Lord in one of my conversations, explain me. I know what the dictionary says about eternity and all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't enough. I need, I said, can you give me an example of just how long eternity is? He said, uh, he said, you were watching, and I, I was watching a hummingbird uh, maybe a week or so before I had this conversation with the Lord. You know how they just sit there? I mean, it'd be like a helicopter. You know, they just, mm, and they eat a little bit. Mm, I mean, it's just amazing, gorgeous. And uh, anyway, to make a long story short, he said, if you took that little, and it's a very small bird, very, very light, and it came every billion years and touched its little feet on the planet Earth like this and flew off. And another billion years, and he'd come back. And he did that till the earth was wore down by his little feet. Okay? Now, how long is that? The Lord said, eternity just began. And I went. Did that help you to understand? Yeah. That? First thing I said was a long time. He said, there is no time. No time. He said, I hadn't quite got it yet. Well, that's a long time. No, no, no. It's gone. It doesn't exist. Well, see, this word of God that Jesus has proclaimed to us. Now, he said this over 2,000 years ago, and it's just as fresh to me 2,000 years into the future from when he said this as it was when he was speaking to those people. See? And then he said, it's not this Joseph's son. No, this is not Joseph's son. This, this is God's son. But, see, that's hard to understand because how can a virgin have a baby? That's Even Mary said how can this be since I know not a man? But words changed her. She went away from the science of biology, you know, mm -hmm. and said, let it be. Even as thou said, now her words became God's words right there. Mm -hmm. Boom. Jesus was placed in her womb. Wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. What caused it to happen was words. words. See, so that's what he said. So the spirit of the Lord God's upon me. Now. I'm going to act like God or you're going to get mad. Look at me. Look at me. And look at Kathy. The spirit of the Lord God is upon us for he has anointed us to preach to you today. Amen. A good news, whether it's spiritual, physical, financial, or all three. Not because we, we're now into the holiday season, but when you understand, you can have Christmas every day. You can have Thanksgiving every day. I had a person tell me this the other day. Thanksgiving is my favorite uh, holiday. I, got, I, I wanted to tell him, and I didn't. I wanted to get him to say, every day is a favorite to me because, you know, every day above ground is a good day. <laughs> you know, praise God, hallelujah, you know, those kind of things. So when Jesus did this, 
And he got it from the book of Isaiah. Right. He went to the, the Bible and got some words. Right. Isaiah 61, I think, verse 1 says. Right. So but then he added more to it, mm -hmm. which he could. Right. Because, see, he is the open book. He is the closed book. And this Bible is a book of two covenants, old and new. And Jesus is the center of both of them, one leg in the old, the other leg in the new. What I, what I want to tell you that, because I want to encourage you, that you, well, I can hear the Holy Ghost wants to come out of me here right there. And uh, is that, well, you know, Christmas is coming. I don't have no money. You don't have to have money to enjoy Christmas. That's so true. Enjoy Christmas with words. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying happy holidays, say Merry Christmas. Or would you say this? Sad Christmas? No good Christmas? Dirty Christmas? No. Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's why I love. Someone asked me this last night. Jesse. I do this every year. It kind of drives Kathy crazy, I guess. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, so I know see, you I'm, will. I'm not going crazy, so I'm tired of you saying No, that. no, okay, okay. I'm tired of you saying that. I'm like going to bring you shop. some more instructions. I like to shop <laughs> on Christmas Eve at the mall. I am a Christmas Eve shopper. Actually, I got to correct that. What's you that? don't really shop. You walk well, and look. Well, that's shopping. I'm hunting, like you say. Is that right? You said you don't hunting. buy. You just walk. And because look. I know you didn't bought it all. Why is it? I like walking. What I normally do is pay for other people's gifts. I don't even know. I just like walking. I like listening to this, uh, the you know the Christmas carols, whatever, and watching the Christmas tree. I told Kathy the other day, let's go down there. I want to go look at the Christmas tree at Lakeside. So the we drove over there. Lakeside Mall. Christmas decorations at a local mall. Yeah, I just like all that. But especially Christmas Eve. Now most people. At least I think so. Most people already got all the gifts they're ever going to give and all kind of stuff. What I do is I like to just walk down. And you know what? I like this. And I look at people. I don't know. They look at me. They go, Merry Christmas. Or they'll say, Happy Holidays. I'll say, Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. I mean, they don't realize what they say. You know, people trying to get away from Christianity. And it's amazing to me how many people think all these vendors out there that have stuff, they sell probably 80% of what they're going to sell all year long at, at, during, during the Christmas holidays. Mm -hmm. And things of that nature. I just like doing that. Then if I feel led the Lord to be a blessing to someone, I'll be a blessing to someone. And I've done it so many, many times. And it's just such a blessing to do those things. You see, why? Because the spirit of the Lord God's upon me. Because you know what? I'm going to find some brokenhearted. I'm going to find some captive people that need deliverance. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find uh, people that are bruised. I ain't going because I can't stand them people. That's, you know, they offended. All that. And I know how to change that. And they say, there's just something about you. I said, you got it wrong again. It has nothing about me. It's about what's inside of me that's coming out of me. Mm -hmm. Not trying to be uh, spiritual here or holy, holy. Is that Christ. We carry God around with us all the time. Christ in us, the hope of glory. We are a temple of the spirit. I had a man ask me this not long ago. How come I never seen you sick? I, you just don't get sick. Well, I just blew my nose. I'm not sick, you know. Had a little. It must be something way up here scratchy, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I said, "Don't go in there." I ain't with going in there. With your I finger. mean, you know, use, you know. Use the nail. Well, you got a better fingernail. Go ahead. No, no. No. <laughs> so, it's not no. gonna happen. No, he said, "Why?" I said, "I present my body <laughs> a, a living, living sacrifice. sacrifice, not a dead one. Holy and acceptable. Not, not a dead one. Mm. Holy and acceptable under God, which is my reasonable." Service. Now, you know why I exercise so much? Do you like it? No. Takes too much time. I rather eat <clears throat> because it's reasonable. I tell this body, my body, would, like today, it was nice. It has its own little voice. Today, it bragged on itself. I got on that treadmill and I took off, and it says, doing good in it. You know, some days it's hard, some days it's not as hard. It, and the body going, I'm feeling pretty good. I tell you what, I'm doing pretty good, huh? Yeah. I finished up my ex. I came in, and me and Kathy got dressed to come to, to work. But yesterday, I mean, I'm not one minute on that treadmill. We're going to die here. <laughs> this hurts me. Shut it down. I said, shut up. In the name of Jesus, I bind you in Jesus' name. I mean, it wrapped and talked this trash all the way through that, that workout. When I finish, now I'm sweating, okay? When I finish, <laughs> it lied like a dog. That body said, didn't I do good? No, you didn't do good. Yeah, you, you was trying to die. I had to keep it going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, so you learn. It started with words, and I finished it with words. Mm -hmm. So you choose which words you're going to obey. You got it. And yeah. so when you understand what we're doing in these boardroom chats, and I believe that's why people love it. We're just normal people here. Always will be. 
But I want to answer some questions for you that you have wondered all your life. Why did that happen? Why did this happen? What, with this beautiful declaration coming from the Son of God, they go, is not this Joseph's son? Mm -hmm. They're still in the natural. Right. You see what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. And watch this. So people say, why do you go to church so much? Because it was Jesus' custom. It's my custom. Why do you go eat so much? Well, yeah, I get hungry. Okay. If you eat physically, you got to eat spiritually. I get hungry. I get hungry for the things of God. I want more of the things of God. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a blessing of the Lord. So when somebody gives me a compliment, they say, oh, I like your watch or whatever, wedding band or something. I say, well, the Lord's been gracious. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. I had a guy tell me that one time. He said, boy, Miss Kathy really dresses well. You, you know, you really take care. I said, whoa, 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 stop. Yeah, I'm a husband. But see, we, we wouldn't have nothing without God Almighty, spiritually, physically, or financially. True. You see, but I'm glad they noticed. Ah, why? Because faith without works is dead. Words that, that move things is dead. Mm. You see what I'm saying? There's got to be some action behind that. Right. And that's what I was talking about today because we're getting into the holidays. And I've heard so many people say, there's so many sad people during the holidays. Because they word, well, you know, because we don't have any money for this. <laughs> You don't need it. You got words. I would just go out. I don't care if you had to walk the street and everybody you saw just say Merry Christmas. Don't have to. You'd be surprised. Somebody might be a blessing to you. Mm -hmm. But that's what I do on Christmas Eve a lot of times. I just look to be a blessing. Now, I don't let people abuse me or use me or something like that. But I just enjoy it. And because I think about the Lord, I, I make Christmas every day in my life. But I do it with words. I say, today you're going to get up and go do this. And, uh, and I love watching people. Kathy lost it the other day. She said, I said, I Kathy. What did I lose? I'm sure. I said, let's go to the mall. She said, Jesse, it's Black Friday. They got enough thousands of people out there. I didn't want to get in the mess. I said, let's go watch them go crazy. Run crazy. <laughs> Stay up all night, sleep in a sleeping bag outside the stove. Now, maybe it's fun. I don't know. I've never done it. I don't know. Maybe they call it fun. Well, I, and when the door opened up, <laughs> to save $10. Let them alone. I'm, I'm, they I'm, want to I'm, do I'm it. I'm not being critical like of those, them. Like I told you, you got to, you're sometimes. How can you, you take up from you didn't even want to go? Because it's the same thing. Well, I don't have to go, but they, if they want to go, let them go. That just reminds me of these men who get up real early and they go outside in the cold waiting for those animals because they love to hunt. No, no, no. See, you know nothing about See, that garden. woman knows zero about her. I've the been, animal is up before you, Kathy. Well, the man, you get up to go early. Men that hunt get up and early, fish. early, early and go hunt I, and I fish. I got to take you get hunting more. You don't know nothing about hunting. I know enough. I can understand I that statement. I know I got to stay away. <laughs> but they do, and so they're hunting. So these people who get up and go early, they wanna, they're hunting for bargains. They're hunting for, and it's oh, a yeah. fun thing. I know. I know I'm thinking of a family now, the, the mama, the sisters, and it's a family thing, and they, have, they plan for it, and they, they plan ahead. They get their Is little, that the Sabion? They get the, this, it's a list of words. No, oh, 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 no, I'm thinking about Sharon Salty. And, Sharon Salty. And her, well, you know, they used to, uh, she would tell me her and her sisters would do that uh, one time. I used to have a, a girl that worked for me. I don't know if she still does it, but. Uh, they, they're in Arizona now, uh, Jessica Sabion. She worked for me for many, many years. And they would just, couldn't wait. They, I mean, they would, as soon as the door opened, they might have slept that night. And, and I looked at them, I thought, why? They said, it is so much fun. You know what, I got to get you up and. Try that. <laughs> oh, you don't need to get me up. But the point, maybe it was fun at one time and then things have changed. You know, the, the, the whole world is a little different. But years ago, it may have been a little more fun for them. I don't know. They still do it. But it all started with words. Again, we get back on our subject. Uh -huh. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, but they said they probably had a list, words they wrote out, and a plan that they had. And, you know, in life, you need a plan. It starts out with a, a, a lot of us have goals. But we have a that list. That was the plan, Jesus Jesus had. Had a, knew that there was a plan that God had for the earth. And he went and he, sat, he went to the synagogue that day. He opened up the book to the book of Isaiah. He found where it was written about him and he said words. And he declared what needed to be declared. The world needed mm -hmm. to know that Amen. the spirit of God was upon him. The Messiah Amen. had come. Look at these and, things. These are words. Talking. I know. I keep. Get he on. gets around. It's all the time. I'm just putting some words in with I'm her like, words. Have you need. I'm, you could learn you, more you, things if you'd listen. Wendell, you already said that, so I didn't want you to repeat yourself. Okay. <laughs> no. Just, it needed repeating. I want you to read some of these words. I will. Okay. Okay, I'll do that right now. <laughs> these are good myself. words, and I appreciate all the words that you Amen. send in, and, and I think they're listening well, go ahead to and me your better thought. than you are. Go ahead, finish, <laughs> go ahead and finish your thought. No, you already remember. You just have to wait for it. 
Anyway, these are some boardroom chats that just came in this past week. It says, we love you guys. Margie uh, says, we love you guys. Been watching you since forever. Forever? It's a timeless thing. Oh, Lord Jesus. I'm 33, and I remember seeing you guys when I was four. That's how long you have had an impact on my life. I my appreciate Lord, that's, 20, that's, uh, that's 29 years. You're so good at things like that. I'm telling you. You interrupted me again. I wasn't I'm finished. I love to interrupt Kathy because it just brings a response out of it. It causes her to say words. You ought to hear some of the words she's telling me. But anyway, we can't say that. Go ahead, Kathy. You're going to have to repent because <laughs> I don't have, talk I'm like that. I'm going to make the sign of the cross right now. Praise the Lord. We love, I'll start from the beginning. We love you. Margie says, we love you guys. Been watching you since forever. I'm 33, and I remember seeing you guys when I was four. Four years That's old. That's how long you have had an impact on my life. I appreciate everything you do and everything you have done. Praise God for you both. Isn't that oh, great? That's a blessing of the and Lord. And Anita says, thank you for your ministry. I've been following you and Kathy for 10 years. Praise God. Uh, love you both. 10 Isn't years. Isn't that great? You know, time goes so quickly here, but it, I can't wait till it gets to eternity, but it doesn't exist. I know. it. We're going to have a lot to talk, catch up oh. and talk about. We're going to meet a lot of you that are watching. Amen. Very Amen. Uh, faithfully. In fact, read some one, more of those. I kind of like that. Okay, Ashley says, uh, Jesse, I just want to thank you. The Lord used you to speak to me, especially being late for church. Oh. Because of you, I've made some adjustments regarding that. I think you, you've talked I on that a few on that. times. I thought to myself, you know, and, and see what you think about it. You might not like it, but I was just saying this. You know, I worship people. They, they study, they pray, they go get the songs they want. They prepare. Prepare. You know, it's, it's like a, 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 a singing meal. The pastor or preacher, Worship. whoever, uh, studies and has this meal. And, you, and the service starts at 10. You decide to come in at, not, at, at uh, you know, 10 minutes to 11. What would you do if you had all the meal, your food was all over the table and you invite people to eat and uh, they don't show up till an hour later? Well, I've had it, it would, happen. It, it would irritate you. I didn't you, invite them back either. Well, see, you got to understand. <laughs> get away. Yeah. yeah. In other words. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah. You don't want to be indifferent. You see? In other words. You have to understand God is preparing something for you. Mm -hmm. So when you do those things, the reason why I think when you do those things, you're not doing that against that preacher. Uh, this is God's day. It, it, but yet you want him quick when you need help. Mm -hmm. Fast. Jesus, be there. Excuse me. I mean, in other words, be punctual. And that's a good word. Now, when you come before the Lord, you just come. I mean, you make sure. I'll always be early when I'm coming before the Lord. I ain't being late on nothing. Right. And not just, just in church, but we, we apply that principle in our life. If we, have a, if we have a luncheon or a dinner engagement with someone. I'm always early. We're always early. We're, we're, I, I, and rare, it's not easy because Kathy will take it down to the, to the last <laughs> It's second. rare that we're late, <laughs> but it doesn't matter if it's down to the second <laughs> yeah, because right. I'm on time. Oh, Lord. I, I have, have to pray. To oh, early. Jesus. But it's so exasperating. Sometimes when I'm trying to get ready, he's like that, like that hummingbird hovering over me. Just, just, and he thinks he's helping to help me rush up, but it's slowing me down. I don't know. He's going to get it one day. <laughs> Maybe so, glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> but <laughs> we, had, we, we, we know the importance of being on time. because it, Amen. You know what? It, I think it's because we value words. And, we, and because we value our words and we do what we say, we, we've learned that principle from God. We know if that's what God did, so we're trying to follow his example. And uh, when we value our words, I think it's easier for us to value God's word right. or understand that words matter. Well, if, if someone can sep separate you from your word, then you're not what I call a nice person. It, see, if God would not do what he said, I wouldn't serve him, ladies and gentlemen. No, that's why God called himself the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word was with God. Yeah. That's St. John. John took it all over bed in the yeah. beginning, yeah. which was the word. So I want to go by these six things. And if you find this, you can start. I ask you to kind of do me a little favor. Begin to notice the people that you're around where you work at or whatever. You do, and you'll find these six things that Jesus says in every area of that's the world. That's so good. In every, in every country. No matter what, if it's a rich country or a poor country, you're going to find those six things. Mm -hmm. And you can change them by letting your light so shine. And it's not just because it's the uh, Christmas holidays. Yeah. It's because this should be every day. I want to be a, an encourager. Uh, Jerry Savelle, a great friend of mine, he told me many years ago, you're such an encourager. Well, you know, I had so many people try to discourage me. And I just refused to be discouraged. Mm -hmm. Not that I was better than anybody. I think I've always been an encourager to you. Well, you might want to repent over that statement. 
Because sometimes you eat my lunch pretty strong. Well, that's called teaching. It's oh, that's called teaching training. now. Oh, yeah. So your see, mother didn't finish see. raising you, so I have oh, to. Oh, I got that. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you have. I got to say that Kathy is always, she said, she said, I got your back. But sometimes she had a knife in her hand. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just, just joking. I'm just joking. Praise the Lord. You got to be careful, you know. So I just kind of keep my eye. You see, behind every great man is a woman rolling her eyes. <laughs> Ladies know what I'm talking about. Or a mother-in-law, they say. <laughs> oh, yeah, a mother-in-law. <laughs> a shocked mother-in-law. 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 That's Ernie Cato. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to be a musician. I'm sorry. You know, you heard the song, huh? Mother-in-law, mother-in-law. But anyway. You know, I'm not going to sing. I know. No, please. <laughs> so when you understand, Kathy's always been behind my my back. I mean, she's always had my encourager. back. Encourager. Yes. Encourager yeah, that's what I mean. Giving encouragement stuff. And, uh, At least I'm but trying now, to be. But she'll try to tell me. But sometimes there's, there, there's something behind just the word. It's not just, oh, Jesse. But sometimes she wants me to do something. Like this studio we're in. Yesterday, I just walked in to find out some information. And there she was with her, well, trying to get me to do something. And I got so many things to do. And, and she said, oh, no. You know, have you ever thought maybe the Lord sent you, that you bring, you bring God in? Has the Lord have... sent you into the studio at the right time, the right place, so you could sit down with me and Christy and do this and do that? We and have all a that new, if you haven't seen it, we have a new program <laughs> called Glorious Living. Yes. And it's just launched recently, and I think we have more programs planned. You came with us on the second program, which is coming well, up. Well, that was very nice of me. Did, did you and say And I thank want you? you to come back. Okay. Of course I said thank you. <laughs> and so I think you should have do more of those, and y'all text and let me know if you think. That. So, but we have one coming up. They're always trying to get me to do out work like a dog, and they're finding more, but more work. Listen to this. You know, every most most everything, and I've told you this. Seemed like you'd learn by now because most <laughs> see, everything. See, see the little shot. You Did you hear the little shot? <laughs> Just a little thing. Yeah, That's I'm, what I mean. Still, she, she's always been behind I'm my back. But there's you. a very small blade in her hand. Go ahead. It's just a little dagger. <laughs> just a little but dagger. Yes. <laughs> But uh, you came kicking and screaming most every suggestion that we had. Even this boardroom chat, we told you, you know, this all started way back 87 episodes ago or tapings ago when the COVID came and you could not travel. And so we said, we need to connect with our, our people, the people who normally come to meetings and, and give them encouragement and ministry. So we started in our boardroom in our headquarters and we moved it into the studio because every time we would tape in our headquarters, no one could do a phone. They couldn't take phone calls and it right. shut down the whole office operation upstairs. So we created this in the studio. And then also the TV people didn't have to bring cameras in. So we built this beautiful studio C. Hold I'm it. Gonna, let me finish. <laughs> no. We built the studio. Studio C was supposed to be just exclusively for Kathy. But we created this part of it. So Studio C contains two sets, which is the boardroom chat set and also Kathy's white set, which, which is where we film The Glorious Living and also do... Uh, Bible studies there, and I read the testimonies on our TV broadcast. So, see, uh, my point is that I so I wanted him to be a part of it. I could do a lot of work. Can't I have a day off? No, no. no. This is the day when you need to work. <laughs> Actually, it's not work. We enjoy it, but he yes. loves kicking back because I think he just wants me to beg him. No, so I, I don't want you to beg me at all. I'm on. serious. I'm the. Will you really pay you? <laughs> well, that was, I got that's like a pretty good idea. I got three dollars. Did you hear that? I'll take the three bucks. I'll give it to you. I'll cook you a bill. I'll, I'll cook, cook you some gumbo. Oh, that, now that's a miracle of God. Glory no, to God. I'm, what a I'm blessing. I'm good at gumbo. Yes, she, she's very good at gumbo. She I is. I got to say that. And it, it's a blessing. See, she's giving me a lot of words right now. But I mean, it's always something she, I would just like for them to say once, oh, hello, boss. You look nice today. But it's never that. It's been 45 years. Hey, boss, can we spend an extra million dollars? Boss, I need you to do this. Yeah, but I just did 29 straight days. I preached 44 times in 30 days. Yeah, yeah. Throw that off. Oh, uh, boss, can you do this? Who cares about that? You know, <laughs> you we know, just need to follow me. the example of Jesus. Come in quietly <laughs> and say, the spirit of the Lord's upon me. What do y'all want me to do today? <laughs> I thought I've been doing that quite a bit. Anyway, it's okay. You know, we are enjoying ourselves today, <laughs> and in the midst because you see, this is a very serious subject because you're going to use some words today. So make sure you use the right ones. And realize the spirit Did of you God. Hear that? Will... <laughs> Did you hear... I heard it. Okay, good. good. And I, I will do that. What I'll about try the spirit to do of God? Better. The spirit of God is upon 
Jesus, of course, but the Spirit of God is also upon oh, us. You got the Spirit it. of God is also upon you. He will give you anointed words to speak over your life situation. You know, maybe you've been discouraged and despondent yeah. about something, but God wants to give you supernatural words from His Word, the way Jesus found it in the book and He spoke it. It, and it changed that whole situation. You know, those people of that day that he spoke didn't receive it. They, they weren't they ready. Sometimes you need to speak a word more than once for people to get That's it. That's true. And it needs to get through. But don't give up. Maybe you've been speaking live to your family and they haven't heard it. Maybe you're speaking live to your husband. And <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew screaming. it was coming. <laughs> but don't give up. Yes, God's, no, I'm not. I'm you not will giving get, up. Your visit, day of visitation will come. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Anyway, what a it's a blessing to know that we do have the Word of God, and it gives us answers, no matter whether you're poor in spirit can, poor Can in I interrupt physical. you? The Word of God doesn't give you problems. It gives you, you answers. You just said it. It gives you answers. Right. You ought to preach on that. That's a great, that's a great statement. I probably have. You probably have? Okay, well, great. <laughs> I'd like to hear the tape. Ladies I'll and gentlemen, do it again. we're out of time here. We've been going so long. But I, I want to remind you of this. We didn't read all the this. testimonies. Okay, just a minute. I want to remind you that anywhere you go, wherever you're watching this, any nation, any place, if you read Luke 4, chapter 4, verse 18, you'll find those six things everywhere on this planet dealing with people. And you can change it with the first statement, the Spirit of the Lord God's upon you. That's right. So do that and bring a good news and a good word and watch God do a miracle. And I thank all the people. Let yeah, me just they're say watching that. from all over South yeah. Africa, Armenia, And Australia. South Africa needs prayer because they got another little variant thing that, down there. Let me all just them. say this. These people that do these things, we want to thank all you people all that send that in these prayer requests. We want to thank all requests. our partners and friends who support this ministry financially. That's My right. God, they give to it. And 100% of what you give goes in the world of evangelism. That's a fact, ladies and gentlemen. Me and Kathy have been debt-free since 1982. It's just such a blessing of the Lord. But you know what? Maybe you don't have anything to give. That's okay. Or maybe you don't want to give. That's okay. You're not going to hear too many preachers say that. Please, if you don't want to give, don't. Don't. If you want to, do whatever you want to do. Just that simple. We just want you to enjoy what uh, we feel the Lord is telling us to do, doing these boardroom chats, to be a blessing. But, you know, without people's faithful financial support, we couldn't do what we do. It. Mm -hmm. I mean, this, this table was bought by people's donations. I'm, I'm assuming the glass was bought by right. people's donations. Whatever. But we sent the world out. We, 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 we go to the world and preach this gospel, mm -hmm. spiritually, physically, financially. I mean, it's just amazing. We never charge anybody when we go. We receive an offering, not to meet expenses, because the Lord says, open up an avenue where people can sow seeds so they can get harvest. But you know what? It's not how much they give that determines whether I go or not. Because I don't right. deal with budgets. I have one, but budgets cost you something, and vision brings you something. Amen. I prefer to deal with the vision. So if you'd like to give, you can use PayPal. You can go to our website, jdm.org, if you want to. There's all kinds of ways to do it. You can, write, you can just send an old-fashioned check to the ministry here. Uh, in the New Orleans area, whatever you want to do. But if you don't want to, please look at me, look at me, look at me. Don't, you know, just enjoy what we're saying here in the word of God and take these teachings. And remember this, a word created you. Mm -hmm. A word will sustain you. And now you do the same thing Jesus did. You help some, you create something for someone with your word. That's right. And then you sustain somebody with your word. Yes. And you watch God do the most unbelievable, impossible, yet doable things. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.